Okay, I think we're live. Yes, we are. Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of Nobody Puts Podcast in a Corner. I am your host, Ross, in case you didn't know that by now. Um, and joining me this evening is special guest, Amelia. Hello, Amelia. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining me. No problem. Uh, so, yes, um, thank you to everyone who has been showing their support over the past few weeks in the new format. Obviously, this is now our third episode doing uh, things live and on video. Um, and the response has been absolutely fantastic. So thank you to all of you who have been watching, supporting, promoting, uh, whatever. You Just thank you. Really, really appreciate it. And on that note, uh, last week I mentioned that uh, we were going to be offering sponsorships for local uh, businesses, um, you know, to to ultimately do a little bit of promotion in what is quite a, um, a tough time, I think it's fair to say, for many at the moment. Um, and yet some uh, businesses have actually been able to uh, ultimately... Uh, you know, begin, grow and blossom during this time. And it's, that is exactly what our very first sponsor is. Um, so I can, I'm so happy. These, this word, I feel like I'm like a radio host on an old 40s radio. Like today's episode is sponsored by, uh, it's great. Um, but no, in, in all seriousness, today's episode is sponsored by a fantastic new business. And it's so exciting to say this, um, but it's Forever Occasions, uh, who create beautifully handcrafted cross stitch cards and frames uh, that can be personalized on request uh, from stitched stitched messages to color uh, color oh god ross come on uh, this is what happens when you try and learn things and and i'm so sorry uh, i'll start that again um which uh, from stitched messages to card color you have the freedom to choose it all there we go come on ross um, but yeah, no, they are honestly a great gift for special occasions, and you know the best bit is that you can keep them forever. Um, so that is Forever Occasions, and their best place to get in contact with them is actually on Facebook. There's the link. I'm going to do this thing. Oh, look, there's the link right there. It's <laughs> cool. It's like when Graham Norton goes, you can contact us at this very address. <laughs> that was cool. Um, so yes, Forever Occasions, uh, thank you so much for sponsoring tonight's episode, uh, incredibly grateful, and please do give them a like on Facebook and um, check out everything that they are doing at the moment. They're also offering, uh, doing a fantastic competition at the moment, but I'll talk about that at the end of tonight's episode. So uh, thank you um, for for everyone who is going to be commenting along. We already have had some people pop in and say hello. Hello, Meeple Bops. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Rachel. And hello, James. Um, thank you, James. Been looking forward to the episode all week as have I. <laughs> um, but yes. Um, oh, and hello, Corey. And hello, I'm going to guess that's Megan. Uh, hello, Shane. Hello, Ithil, aka Katie. Uh, it's a good thing I know who these people are. Um, <laughs> so yes, please comment throughout the episode with uh, your thoughts, any questions, and you know how it goes. So, Amelia. It was your idea to do uh, the subjects of tonight's episode, wasn't it? So comedies, 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 comedies. Where do you begin with a subject like comedies? Um, I, I, yeah, I, it's infinite, isn't it? There are just so many. 
Yeah, I mean, my go-to is always, as you know, hot fuzz and never shut up about it. So. <laughs> that is true, um, but it is a it is a worthy film to never shut up about. Um, you know, <laughs> Most quotable film, probably. Oh yeah, and 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 you know, the Cornetto trilogy in general um, is is uh, a yeah. memorable. I think masterpiece of British comedy. I think it's fair 100%. to say modern, modern British comedy for sure. Um, so yes, I, um, I, I have to. I actually, I don't know if I've ever told you. I met, I met Nick Frost a few years ago. Um, and, yeah, I did. I got, I got a show. I got a photo with him. I'll show you. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to show you. Um, and uh, he, he was, uh, he was. Do you know what? He was quiet, but he was just exactly how he is in. Uh, in the films is, is how he is in in real life just just chilled just chilled and just says it how it is and I really like that and he was really lovely to have a good chat with so yes Nick Frost if you're watching <laughs> not gonna be watching uh, <laughs> I love your films um so straight away already you're getting a good positive response to that Amelia a uh, great film uh good old bit of Cornetto trilogy and Hot Fuzz is great. I definitely um, think the best one of the Cornetto trilogy as well. I agree. Then I'd say Shaun of the Dead. Then I'd say The World's yeah, End. Hundred percent um, agree. World's End was good, but I don't. I just. I don't know. Just wasn't as strong as the other two. To be fair, it, it took me years to see it. Um, I only saw it a couple of years ago, and yeah. I remember seeing it once when it first came out and being a little bit disappointed with it. Um, and then rewatching it, maybe only six months ago or so and being like okay it's not as bad as i remember it it's got a good cast and you know all the regulars and whatnot that have been in the other two films but it just didn't do anything that wowed me in the same way that hot fuzz did hot fuzz like you say was so quotable and so had some some great one-liners ones of which uh have already been um you know andrew andrew <laughs> like, really like catching them geese then and then he goes swans i meant swans uh, <laughs> you know, but uh you know it's it's Oh God, I can't keep up with the comments. This is terrible. Um, yeah, Paul, Paul is great as well. Uh, but yes. Oh, evening, Ryan. Thank you for joining. Um, and uh, yeah, and then as Megan has just said, completely agree. World's End is not great. It's not, but it's still acceptable. Corey just made an interesting point. Uh, Cornetto is good, and Paul uh, is great as well. I actually really like Paul, and I think a lot yeah. of people mistakenly think Paul is part of the Cornetto trilogy, but yeah. it's not. It's just another film they did together, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's it's I really enjoyed it. It's Seth Seth Rogan's Paul, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, I'm sure I didn't Seth know that. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rogan's the alien. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure our uh, commenters can correct me if I'm wrong, but I am ninety-nine percent sure that Seth Rogan plays Paul. I'm sure um, I'd recognise his voice if I went back and watched it. Yeah, he's like you're gonna, you're gonna go back and watch it now and go, Oh my god, it's Seth. <laughs> um oh yeah, there we go. Uh, Shane has just confirmed yes he is. Thank you. Uh, and Corey likes The World's End. Well, as I say, it's not a bad film. Yeah, it's just think. not. It's not. It's not the best. And Paul is fantastic. Um, okay. So, Cornetto Trilogy. Would you like to see him do some more? Or do you think the three films that they've done are, is enough? Oh, I don't know. I'd like to see more, I think. You'd like to see more? No, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, that's just reminded me. What are you drinking this evening? I'm trying to drink a Heineken, but I can't get into it. <laughs> Have you got a bottle open in your car keys? Yeah, I've got it from Amsterdam. It's a cute little bike. Off topic, but... Oh, oh it's a bike. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. Um, oh, what are you drinking? Heineken? Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. I'm doing... I'm doing... Oh, I'm doing my usual banana bread beer. Um, just because... Bread. 
banana honestly banana bread beer you should try it it's amazing um you can get it from morrison's seriously do it um and anybody watching you know also sponsoring tonight's episode <laughs> Right. Uh, okay. So, fun fact: it became the Cornetto trilogy because they tried to get free ice cream at the premieres. Oh, okay. Interesting. Did not know that. Uh, James, I would rank Hot Fuzz, World's End, then Shaun of oh. the Dead because I'm not much of a fan of zombie films. Fair. I appreciate that logic. I think it's um, a great film. And Pilko, just where to keep a bottle opener. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ryan, there was talk they all once had about doing a Shaun of the Dead style vampire movie. Purely was just talk. Ah, oh, it's a good concept though. I would have watched that. A vampire, you know, take yeah. with those two would have been great. Um, okay, let's talk about different different small comedies. We've got low. I've got a list here that is just ridiculous. Let's go right on to one that I know a lot of people have been talking about recently because it's recently gone on Netflix, and that is Tag. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, what a good film! Um, talk to me about Tag, Amelia. What do you like about Tag? Um, I mean, the fact it's based on a true story is absolutely amazing. And especially like, that kind of concept. Um, yeah, I watched this film with my friends, and instantly, well, like <laughs> we've got to do this. Not so easy in quarantine, but. <laughs> No, of course, but you know, like I mean, well, no, I mean, it would certainly encourage you to keep everyone away from one another. Like, <laughs> hope they don't tag you. But yes, no, definitely something that you've got to do uh, once all this is over. It's a great fun film, and I think one of the things I really like about it, although it's got a few, obviously, you know, your, your comedy actors in it, it's got someone like Jeremy Renner in it, who's known for things like Born and the Avengers and whatever, and he's known for his action roles. Yet he takes that action. And he puts it into to a really good use of, of comedy, ultimately. And it's yeah. just like you say, it, because I think knowing that it's a true story just makes it that so much more enjoyable. Yeah. All of the uh, best stories are true stories, I think. And especially at the end of the film in the credits or whenever it is, and they show yes. video and photos of them all doing Dresses it. The old lady. <laughs> love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, Corey, tag uh, is great. Rachel never seen it. You need to watch it uh yes love tag love tag brilliant film i see we've started off with some good choices of comedies here everyone's approving um so yeah no great film love to see more films like tag yeah um, definitely it was based off um an article wasn't it yes what was the, yeah what was the what was an american um publication wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah, one of them big ones. One, one of the big Americans. Yeah, but yeah, no, they didn't ask on it and then it got turned into a film, which I think tends to be the way these days. You see a lot of films that are adapted loosely on true stories, you know, and they're usually the best ones. Yeah. Um, speaking of um, actors who I think are known for action roles, but then go and do a comedy, and I'd like to say very well, I think Spy is worth mentioning next. Um because of Jason Statham uh, in particular, I I absolutely I saw Spy in the cinema and I was I was almost snorting because I was I was like laughing that much, and and there was so many parts of that film like I'm I'm not a massive fan of Miranda, um, you know the, the 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 woman who does Miranda in UK TV show. Okay, yeah. I just never found her particularly funny. She was always a bit uh, for me, but. She was obviously in this playing um, the, the the sidekick, and oh, I didn't she, remember that. Yeah, no, she was she she was the typical awkward British person in the film, but yeah. she did a good job of it. Um, and but for me, Jason Statham in it playing his typical action 
hard man who is just so dim-witted and stupid that he gets himself into trouble all the time like I, honestly it made the film for me it absolutely made it and and you know i'd love that's the kind of film i want to see more of in comedies that's melissa mccarthy as well isn't it spy it is yeah I, I actually would go as far as saying it's one of her best films yeah do you know it's interesting as well because um i'm a big fan of gilmore girls as well that she was in yep. a long time ago and her character is so different in that to anything that she does now in comedy and it's so interesting really? to see like how good how of an she's actor evolved. she is yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Anything I will say is that although she does make some good films, she also makes some. Yeah, she makes a lot of samey films. If that's a polite way of putting it, you, you know, you see her in a new film. She's it's, it's doing a bit of a Liam Neeson, like you know how Liam Neeson. If Liam Neeson's in a new film, you know it's going to be him avenging a family member and kicking the crap out of people and giving yeah. threatening messages. And her in This Is Forty and um, her in Bridesmaids are very similar characters, I think. Yeah, I actually really liked her in Bridesmaids. I'll say that because yeah. Um, oh yeah, I, I, I love like, her in everything really. But oh yeah, 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 but like Bridesmaids, I think it definitely deserves a mention. Like, I think weren't Bri I don't know if I'm, I could be wrong here, but Bridesmaids and Spy, I think, were made by the same people. Um, oh, and I you do. Can kind of you can kind of tell, I think, because the the, comment, the humor is so similar. Um, and it's got that woman in it. She's always she's the snooty one in bridesmaids um really pretty um, the australian lady the australian woman in real life yeah, yeah. her and name's rose, in, um... rose something but she's in spy as well she plays the woman that melissa mccarthy has to protect in spy yeah and in bad neighbors she's in that yeah 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 exactly her yeah um i know her from insidious though weirdly <laughs> oh my god yes i forgot she was an insidious <laughs> oh yes now horrors now there's another podcast uh <laughs> But um, yes, no, uh, Melissa McCarthy, great. Uh, right, comments. Um, Pilko, uh, I love her, but very same, same roles. Yep, I absolutely agree. Um, Corey, yep, I do like... Uh, oh, yeah, it was me that recommended he watched it. Yep. Um, Bridesmaids is brilliant. Also love her in Bridesmaids. Uh, hilarious, yep, again. Um, also, uh Yeah. Everyone's agreeing. I love the fact that Bridesmaids are so female-led as well, because there isn't an awful oh, lot of yeah. comedies that do that. No, and I think ultimately, like, someone must have sat there and gone, right, let's make a very female-heavy comedy. What can we set it about? And, you know, I, I, I obviously I've never been a part of a bridal party or anything, but I've always imagined what, what, do, what is the process that Bridesmaids have to go through? And I remember... Um, one of the old Friends episodes when Monica was in charge of organising a wedding and she went proper like crazy over it. And I remember thinking, is there always that one person in the wedding that gets like the, the you know, like the, the head of the bridesmaids? I forgot, I don't know what they're called. Um, yeah, Maid of Honour. I think it's very different in America than it is here, to be fair. Is it? Oh, okay. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they take it a lot more serious in yeah. uh, America. Um, Andrew, uh, actress Rose Byrne. That's it. That's it. Uh, interesting fact, she actually started her career in Star Wars. Um, really? Yeah, she was in the Attack of the Clones. Um, she played, she was a double to Natalie Portman. So whereas Kira Knightley uh, was a double to her in Phantom Menace, then Rose Byrne was her double in Attack of the Clones because like the Queen had to have a decoy and someone who looked like her. And yeah, Rose Byrne played uh, Natalie Portman 2.0. So um, anyway, interesting fact there for anybody who's listening. <laughs> Rachel, I thought you were going to say I've never been the bride. I also have never been the bride. <laughs> um, not yet, anyway. Uh, even though Corey says people didn't like the recent Ghostbusters film, I did like Chris Hemsworth. Oh, Ghostbusters. Have you seen that, Amelia? 
No, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't a massive fan, but Chris Hemsworth was right. Um, Ryan, more of a film that you laugh at, but kind of no, you shouldn't. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Jojo Rabbit? Have you seen Jojo Rabbit? No, yet? I haven't. I've seen the first fifteen minutes. Um, I love Watiti <laughs> and everything he does. I think I was in the wrong mood when I started watching Jojo Rabbit because it, it on paper, is everything a good comedy should be. But it just didn't grab me, so I need to go back and give it another go. So um, I will, I will try again with it. But yes, um, I know you know. Yesterday, Amelia, we were talking about what we do in the shadows, the vampire film. Uh, oh, yeah. Taika Waititi created that, so uh, he's also the guy that did Thor Ragnarok as well. And that's another amazing film. Well, let's go on to that then. <laughs> uh, so um, Thor Ragnarok. Let's talk about Thor Ragnarok. Um, One of my favourite MCU films, I think. Oh my god, it's in my top three for sure. Yeah. Um, it is. I know everyone always says it's funny, but my god, it is laugh out loud funny. Like it's the kind of humour that it's funny every time you watch it because it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't even try to be funny. It just naturally is, and that's quite rare for a comedy. I think. Yeah, you know that line as well where. Um... Thor's like, oh, I know him. He's a friend from work about the Hulk. That was yes. um, improvised. I think a, a fan that was there on the day gave him that line. Little kid, was wasn't it? It was, it was a yeah, little kid who visited the set and he was like, One oh, of the you best know. lines as well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, here we go. Comments coming in already. Uh, yes, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok is my favourite MCU film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yep, totally agree with Amelia. So different from the others. One of my favourites. Um, yeah, it was just, and I love that it gave us um, Korg. The Rock, the Rock. Yes. Dude. Oh. He, oh my <laughs> god! Probably my favorite from that. Film. Yeah, he for me was the best bit of the film. Um, That's why yeah. I always try and do my accent on if I try and use the other accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, well, yeah. No, it's a good, it's a good representation of it. But he, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a few of the lines that he comes out with now. Oh, um, my name's Cord and made of rocks, as you can see. <laughs> yeah. On oh, at the end with with uh, his mate, is it what's his name, Meek or something? And he's like. Um, <laughs> And he's like, uh, Thor says, oh, Meek, where are you from? Where should we go? And he's like, oh, no, no, Meek's dead, mate. Like, you know, and then he comes back to life. Like, oh, it's all right. He's alive. It was oh, just very, very, very funny. Um, hi, my name's Korg, and we've got a spaceship. Want to come? Absolutely. Um, uh, oh, my God, Hammer pulled you off. Yes. <laughs> hammer pulled you off? No, no, I fly with the Hammer. Um, <laughs> um uh, 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 there we go. Ragnarok was so funny, but everything Thor needed to make it stand out the more. Uh, the, re the revolution has begun. Oh, Doug. Doug's dead. That's. Uh, oh, yeah, because it's. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Stop talking about Thor Ragnarok, otherwise, it's going to be here forever. So, what was it you were saying about uh, Hot Fuzz? I think Thor Ragnarok is an equally quotable film. Um, yeah. Need to watch it a few more times to actually remember the quotes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of. Sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, speaking of quotable films as well, but I feel like that's what you're going on to. <laughs> no, actually it wasn't. I was going to go on the line of uh, sticking with MCU. So uh, I'll tell you what, I'll do MCU and then we'll go back to quotable films, all right? Uh, this is good. We've got rhythm going. I love it. Um, okay, so speaking of MCU films, Ant-Man, um, which was intentionally brought in to be the comedy relief at the time, because I believe Ant-Man came out just before Thor Ragnarok. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, um, 
think it might have been. It's, yeah, okay, so sorry, I just know. James has just said, think it might have been a film I was reading about where there's a line with a character. Yeah, he said, I don't know if you were listening, James, literally five minutes ago. <laughs> he spoke about this story as we first started talking about the film. So maybe James went to go and get a drink at that point. <laughs> um, um, but yes, uh, Ant Man, obviously, Paul Rudd, who we know from everything. Friends, Anchorman, <laughs> everything. Um, and ah, oh, he didn't go to he, he didn't go to get a drink. He went to check on his chips. <laughs> Don't blame James. Um, yeah, Ant Man. I thought was fantastic. I thought it was really refreshing as well because it was quirky. It was funny, um, and it kind of it was just a bit of difference, which I think was needed in the MCU at the time. Um, I think especially with you know, I think Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty funny and oh, in yeah. it. Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, lifted some humour that was much needed, but Ant Man took it to a different level altogether, and and you know, I I, I loved it, and I thought the second one was good as well. Have you seen the second Ant Man film? Yeah, it's different because he's more like he's not a villain, but he's a criminal to start with, and you don't really see that a lot with the others, do you? And yeah, exactly. You get to see a bit more of the, I think, more of the personal side to him and his story, obviously with his daughter and stuff. But yeah, he still manages to make it funny because I think just Paul Rudd is a naturally funny guy. Yeah, I love Paul Rudd. He's great. He in is. He is very good. Um, right. What was the film you were going to talk about that was quotable? Mean Girls. Oh my god! Right, <laughs> that's it. That's the next thirty minutes. Uh, however, before we do, uh, Ant Man, I liked it, but wasn't my favourite. I do like Paul Rudd, the man who doesn't age. Absolutely right. Pilco, oh, yeah. Ant Man. I've seen that one. Well done, Pilco. <laughs> um, and yes, all the sequences with Louis telling the stories that other characters speak like him is definitely one of the uh, highlights of the film. Um, mean Girls. She doesn't even go here. Like I just, where do we? With quote in every situation. Oh my god! Like when I went to sixth form, we used to wear pink on Wednesdays, <laughs> just for like that little quote. I wish I'd wore pink on Wednesdays in sixth form as well. I mean, <laughs> it's just yeah, like um, oh my god! I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of the mass amount of quotes now. Um, you know, you can't sit with us. Uh, fetch, stop trying to make fetch happen. Um, on what was it on October 4th? Oh, yeah, I was just about to say that on October, <laughs> on October 4th. 4th yes, yeah. What day it was. <laughs> yeah, it's October 4th. <laughs> um, I mean, the genius, uh, <laughs> I've just if you're oh, wait, hang on, there it is. If you're from Africa, why are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, you can't just ask people why they're white. <laughs> <laughs> um oh my god what is it as well like um oh the one that uh amanda seyfried plays um she once asked me how to spell or i said karen how she once asked me how to spell orange <laughs> like um it's yeah, it, you can't join the math blitz it's social suicide <laughs> yeah. it's i mean let's be honest it's it's the mind of tina fey Mm -hmm. And she is worth mentioning. Um, just, I can't you know. wait for the musical. I've been listening to the soundtrack. Is it any good? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it's the same I as the film, but yeah. Oh, okay. I need to. I need to give it a go. It's. Um, I. I just love it. It is for me one of the. And you know, I was. A, I was. I was thirteen when this film came out, and I was not ashamed to admit that I absolutely loved it. Like, don't get me wrong, as a 13-year-old, Lindsay Lohan was <laughs> incredible uh, to 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 at least look at, but it wasn't that. It was funny. I found myself just laughing continuously um, at it, and it just... It tickles me every single time I watch it. It's, it's humour that never gets old. 
yeah, um, I agree. I mean, I don't remember how old I was when I saw it. I couldn't have been that old, but like, yeah, I yeah, no, I always yeah. known it and to still never get old of it. Absolutely, I, and I, I agree with you there wholeheartedly. I think I think this is one that we need to come back to at some point and quote some more. Uh, oh, here we go. Your mum's chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? Nice? Is it nice jacket? Nice week, oh, no, nice, nice, week, yeah, no, no, nice week. What's it made out of? Your mum's chest hair. Like, oh. <laughs> Love it, love it. I want to watch it now. Out of all the films we've spoken about so far, that's the one that I want to watch the most now. Um, okay, just going through comments so far. Fetch, October 3rd. Haven't seen it, but it comes out on Netflix on Monday. Well, there we I mean, go. Everyone, be, yeah, I've got, I've got a special <laughs> set of it somewhere. Like, as soon as it came out, I was like, I must have it. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I'm a mouse. Duh. Yeah. If you have a uh, late on a Halloween costume, that one comes up. That. That, that in itself, her being the mouse, is now a Halloween costume. Yeah, you know? I've done it's that amazing. before when uh, I was doing like a couple's costume with my friend and he couldn't go, so I had to do I'm a master. <laughs> Love it. Um, soundtrack is great. Love Tina Fey. It wasn't your typical chick flick, but it had a lot of bitchy sass about it. Absolutely agree, Corey. It's iconic. Um, right, so Lydia, hello Lydia. Um, Dumb and Dumber is one of my all-time favourite films, and quote it almost daily. You know what? I've not seen Dumb and Dumber in years. <laughs> I've never seen you, it. You, you haven't seen it? Oh, okay. I mean, look, I've got to be honest. Jim Carrey ruled like my childhood growing up. I just watched him in so many funny films. But for me, I think the ultimate one has to be The Mask. Have you seen The Mask? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I wish I had seen more Jim Carrey films. I really like him. I just happen to have missed everything. That's fair. You know, it's just like he never existed. Fine. What about <laughs> um, Bruce Almighty? No, I think I've seen The Truman Show. I don't think I've seen any others. Oh, you see, Truman Show is like the one I haven't seen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you'd like Bruce Almighty as well, because like Steve Carell's in it and Jennifer Aniston. It's got a great cast. Um and yeah, I think um, I'm pretty sure Shane watching. Yeah, oh, here we go. Yeah, Jim Carrey is a certain one, someone's favorite actor. Uh, anything with Jim Carrey, The Mask, absolutely. Um, yeah, one of those actors um, roundtables interviews as well. Oh, he, he would be such an interesting guy to listen to. Like yeah. um, Bruce Almighty is fantastic. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean. I'd like to see Jim Carrey do some more comedies. He did. He did one a few years ago called Yes Man, and yeah, it was all right. But it wasn't. It was one of those ones where I kind of preferred him when, uh, when he did a lot of his '90s stints. Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, The Mask, Me Myself and Irene, Liar Liar is a fantastic film as well. He must have done like a comedy or two every single year in the '90s. He was just everywhere for so long and then obviously he did like bruce almighty and i think bruce almighty is probably going to be one of his most i think with today's generation anyway most yeah, famous he definitely has a unique style of comedy which is oh, always yeah. nice to... very yeah he's got a very silly but witty way of yeah. being funny and i it's, it's refreshing it is even now it's refreshing um yes he was liar liar to answer your question rachel um Ah, Corey, uh, he, he did a good role in Sonic. Oh, yes, the new Sonic film. I've not seen it, but I heard he was good in it. Eggman. Okay, fair enough. I will give it a go. 
Going up, someone asked, Ryan said, can't mention quotable films without seeing, without airplane. Yes, um, don't, uh, was it Don't Call Me Shirley or, you know. I don't know what that is. Have you not seen it? Oh, my God. Um, Oh, here we go. Good luck. We're all counting on you and Don't Call Me Shirley. Yeah. Uh, Airplane, um, old, older film, uh, but it's, um, just watch it. Just watch it. It's funny. I haven't seen it in years, but it is very funny. Um, I think it's Leslie guy. The guy in it is from the Naked Gun films. Um, Leslie, I think his name is it Nielsen or something like that. Um, but yeah, slightly older film, but worth a watch for sure. Um, oh, of course, The Grinch for Jim Carrey. Totally forgot about that. But I don't think I've seen that in years. No, I think I've seen like the beginning, but I can't say I've yeah. watched it the whole way through. No, Jim Carrey is someone that I think you need to watch a few more films on. I think there's yeah, one thing to take off this podcast, add Jim Carrey films to your list. Um, speaking then of, okay, we'll go from we'll go from one um, person, um, one famous comedic actor to another. Um, let's talk about the hit and miss world of Adam Sandler. Um, right, okay. <laughs> so I, I, for many, many years, I did not not like Adam Sandler whatsoever. That being said, there was always one film that I watched when I was younger. I was probably too young to watch it, but I don't care. Thanks, Mum. Was uh, the uh, Little Nicky. Have you ever seen it? Little Nicky? No, I don't think so. It's the one where he plays the son of the devil. And uh, it's Harvey Cattell playing the devil and Reese Witherspoon's his mum, who's an angel. uh, And he has to go up to Earth because his evil brothers try and take over hell it's nuts but it's so funny like laugh out loud side splittingly funny and it's the one adam sandler film that i always go do you know what if he could make a million terrible films which it feels like he has to be honest but i'll always give him praise over obviously little nicky um another one that i always comes up that rachel's already mentioned just here 51st dates um yeah before i watched that i heard someone say it's the best film ever so i think my expectations were a little bit high (laughs) you know what it's funny i have come across so many people in my life who think that 51st dates is their favorite film like i'm sat there going like you know like what's your favorite film and i'm expecting them to say something like meaningful and worthwhile and they go yeah yeah all right Uh, (laughs) they come out with 51st dates and i'm like I don't even I don't even know how to process that. Like, I mean, it's good, it, but it's not my favorite. Even Adam Sandler film. Yeah, it's not a bad film, but he's done so many more iconic films. Yeah. Um, like, That's I mean, my boy is a good one. So again, that's my boy with um, Andy Samberg's in it. I've not seen that. I don't think. Um, I don't think that. Um, he's done. Have you seen Happy Gilmore? Yeah. Yeah, Happy Gilmore's yeah, a good film. Yeah. I mean, yeah. one of his earlier films, definitely one of his one of his better ones, and The Water Boy, I think, as well. Uh, they did oh, them yeah. around. Oh, a lot, lot of golf-related films, but you know, yeah. Um, you know. Oh yeah, here we go. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm only looking at the comments now. Uh, Water Boy. Um, Jake Click uh, is. Oh. I know a controversial one, but I actually really like Click. Yeah, I like Click too. Uh, oh, is it? Oh my God, Big Daddy is a yeah, great a film. Really, really, really sweet. And um, the the twins in that. Yeah, it's um, just Cole Sprouse, I think. Oh, really? But he yeah, was he was in Friends. Was in it. Yeah, I think that was mainly Cole Sprouse as well, was Ben in Friends, the later Ben. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Little Nicky is great and enjoyed Pixels. Pixels is also quite good, actually. I did enjoy that. Uh, yep, 
Lydia, happy Gilmore. Absolutely agree with you there. Um, happy Gilmore is is fantastic. Um, I like his films a lot more than Jim Carrey, to be honest. Oh, that's controversial right there. I'm sorry <laughs> that comment, Pilko. Um, Adam Sandler, movies are guilty pleasures. You can turn your brain off and just definitely yeah. watch. Well, I would agree with that, Andrew. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I quite like that type of film as well. Yeah. Uh, just go with it with Jennifer Aniston. Not seen it. Oh, yeah. Is that good? Yeah, yeah, that's quite a good film. I think it's he on did... Netflix. Have you seen the other one he did with Jennifer Aniston on Netflix? Um, Murder Mystery. Oh, wait, maybe I'm thinking of Just Go With It. Yeah, that's so, yeah, sorry, so just... Oh, the connection went a bit funny for a second there. Sorry, everything all right? Are you back? I did, yeah, sorry. It's all right, yeah. I'm all right. So, yeah, so Just Go With It with Jennifer Aniston. But then he did yeah. the other one that's on Netflix quite recently called Murder Mystery. That was quite good. Um, so, yeah, would definitely recommend that one. Um, and also Longest Yard. Not, I've not seen Longest Yard. Have you? I don't know what that is. I think it's the one set in the prison. It's a remake um, of like an old, older classic film. But yeah. Anyway, either way, I think we can. I think from based on the comments and our conversation, I think it's fair to say Adam Sandler doesn't deserve as much shtick as he gets. Uh, but he does. He's a very good writer. He writes stuff, doesn't he? he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like the thing is, he he knows how to be funny. I mean, but can we just say though um, that uh, Jack and Jill is arguably one of the worst films ever made? Have you seen? I it? never watched it because I heard that. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Don't honestly don't. When you've got like a legendary actor like Al Pacino starring in the film, and you just kind of go. What the hell? Oh, it's just terrible. It's not even worth talking about. This is meant to be a funny podcast. <laughs> that's just not funny. I'm glad I didn't bother then. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. The cameo in Brooklyn Nine Nine. What? Ad what? Uh, Adam Sandler was in oh, Brooklyn. Oh yeah, because he was in the auction, wasn't he? I don't know. I've not seen that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Andy Sandberg, um, Jake Peralta goes like undercover, and then he has to stand on the stage, and then Andy, um, Adam Sandler's like heckling him. I will need to watch that then because him and Andy Sandberg are like really good mates, aren't they? So that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, they're in That's My Boy together. Nice. Just a few things together. Nice. Okay. Um, he was also in Blended with Drew Barrymore. Yep. Uh, Meme Machine. Uh, and is that where he plays Jack and Jill? Unfortunately, it is, I'm afraid. And <laughs> uh, nine nine. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. So let's move on. Um... <laughs> What should we talk about next? Oh, here's one that I know you like talking about. Super bad. Oh, yeah. Another quotable film. Another <laughs> McLovin. Um, again, do you know what? A very refreshing film. I felt like, do you know, I, the reason I think it worked was because up until that time, I don't think I'd really seen many films where it felt like it was about teenagers doing teenage things and being very bluntly honest about it in film. Yeah, especially American films as well. I feel like they avoid the topic of alcohol a lot in those sorts of films in America. Yeah, I think a lot of it might have something to do with the fact that obviously because the legal drinking limit mm. is, is like 21 over there as opposed to 18 over here. Um, but yeah, I think um, it was just, it, it sounds odd, but it was very refreshing. It was just yeah. a very refreshing film and it was funny. And it was funny, like, you know, we've all thought about, I don't know about you, but I certainly have thought about trying to get fake ID when I was younger, you know, yeah. and into parties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, how can you get alcohol? And, you know, like, and then, and then the idea of the police catching you and actually just, you know, messing around with you because they're bored, you know, and having a good time. And you just think, bloody hell. Um, Wasn't Seth Rogen quite young when he wrote it as well? 
Probably, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I can. I feel they need to be when he was in school or something. Yeah. Speaking of Brooklyn Nine Nine, I don't know if you remember. You know the guy who runs them over, or is does something? I think hits them in the car park when they're outside getting the um, um, they're outside the shop, and there's a guy in a car, and he's like really short, and he's like really good. He's the one that encouraged them to go to the house party. Oh, right. You're talking about Superbag. I thought you were talking about a scene in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, Sorry. No. Yeah. But no, he, that guy is Thingy, um, Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing Boyle in a lot of things. Like, he popped up a lot. He was yeah. perfect, wasn't he? He was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Boyle runs him over. There we go. Yeah, um, I forgot about that one. Very, yeah, very, very funny film. And you know what? Like, I think to be fair, a lot of what Seth Rogen's stuff has done. Have you ever seen Pineapple Express? Yes. Oh my god, that film! I, I, I love cry. James Franco as well. Yeah, I like James Franco. I think James Franco is a very underrated actor, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he he gets a lot of crap, but he's actually really good. Um, but that film just had me in tears. It was brilliant. Yeah, I think James Franco is seen as being like the pretty one, but he can. Like kind of similar thing what I was saying to you a long time ago about Zac Efron gets the image of a pretty boy and no one focusing on how good of an actor he actually is. Yeah, and I have to say, like I don't I didn't rate Baywatch very high, but um I did think Zac Efron was very good in Baywatch and he was certainly added some really good comedy element to it. You know, Zac yeah. Efron knows how to do funny and serious hand in hand. Um which yeah, he which... doesn't get enough credit for it. No, I agree with you there, actually. I agree with you. Um, but I suppose that's what happens when you start your career in High School Musical. So, <laughs> um, he he but, didn't plan to be an actor. I think he did High School Musical to get money um, to pay for college. Oh, fair place to him then. Well, you know, <laughs> that changed uh, <laughs> That changed his direction, <laughs> didn't it? Um, but yeah, um, Rachel, I really like Baywatch Remake, which surprised me. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, I went to see it in the cinema, and um, the, you know the Hoffs in it. My friend was like, "Who's that?" Oh, <laughs> she, didn't wow. know. <laughs> she didn't know. Shame, shame. Uh, also, role models: Paul Rudd with McLovin. I don't remember the actor's name either, but yeah, role models is a good film. Um, yeah, role models is really good. Really enjoyed that. Uh, this is the end. Was also good. Um, yes, was, I watched um, that not long ago. Very um, coronavirus appropriate. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. It's not <laughs> where Emma Watson bursts into the house and she's like, 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 give me your fucking money or something like that. Like, it was brilliant. Yeah, like, she overhears them talking and she thinks she's going to get hurt, so she like um, gets a weapon or something and takes all of their food. I remember her holding like a baseball bat or something and swearing at them, and I was like, "What are you doing, Hermione?" <laughs> um, which is one of the reasons why I imagine she probably did it. So, um, but yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about another film. Let's talk about, we should probably mention this one earlier on, but it's fine. Deadpool. Yeah. I think Deadpool was, um, I think Deadpool was a stroke of genius. However, I'm kind of past it now, if that makes sense. Like yeah. in the sense of, it came out, it was refreshing. It was it was really what I think we needed at the time. It was like I think it was around a time where people were probably starting to get a little bit fed up of superhero films. Cause like let's be honest, Marvel fan or not, you were getting force fed like two or three Marvel films a year. You know, then you had DC and God knows whatever else on top of it. And then suddenly Deadpool comes out and it's like, oh okay, it feels like it's it's like okay, it's okay to want to go and see a superhero film again. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is such a funny guy. Um, I do think, like, the 
fourth wall breaking the fourth wall is mm. like clever but i think it kind of happens a bit too many times yeah and i think the problem was was that when then when the second one came out it didn't it was just retreading over what it had already done mm. so it didn't feel as funny to me but you know good character and to be fair to ryan reynolds he is to quote what shane has just literally said funny as fuck yeah he absolutely is i was uh, watching one the other day um i can't remember the, the film is called it's about him he, he was fat when he was in college oh is it just friends oh yeah i think that's the one yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good film uh, yeah have you seen oh speaking or oh, is this appropriate considering it's a comedy the proposal i don't think so <gasps> him and sandra bullock it only came out like I want to say just under maybe 10 years ago or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I keep forgetting that we're in 2021 now. Like um, I, I don't know how long ago it came out, but it was funny. It was, I mean like Sandra Bullock. I mean, I just will watch her in anything, but yeah. her, and she, she plays the typical controlling boss and he plays the assistant who's looking for a promotion and she just treats him like shit. And then she's actually from, um, where is, I'm going to get this right. Long story short, she's in the country and she's she's from somewhere else and her visa is about to run out. So she has to get married in order to be able to stay in the country. Um, and she, um, she she's like, we've got to get married. And he's like, he hates her. He's like, he's only working for her so that he, uh, and she's like, you're going to marry me or you're fired. So he has to take her back to his, uh, like, back to Alaska, where where he lives, and meet all the family, and they're getting married, and it's just, it's so much fun. It is easily my favourite Ryan Reynolds film by far. So I highly yeah, recommend. I always thought that film was a rom com. <laughs> it is a rom com, but it still comes up <laughs> really a comedy. Um, but yeah, no, it's it it's, really it's, romantic. it's well, it is in the end. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> um, right. Sorry, I've been neglecting the comments for a bit. Um, oh my goodness, so many. So back right up to the top. Right, Bad Neighbours, Seth Rogen and Zac Efron. Yes, absolutely agree with you there. Uh, Shane. Dave Franco as well. Oh yeah, Dave. Yes, yeah, yeah, he is funny. Um, yes, Deadpool. Um, uh, yeah, already said funny as fuck. Uh, Ryan Reynolds in Detective Pikachu. He was very good in that, actually. Have you seen that, Amelia? Uh, no. Worth a watch. Worth a watch for sure. Uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. Interesting. Yeah. I I turned that off halfway through. Really? I yeah. enjoyed that film. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, I've heard so many people say it was so good. Um, I maybe need to give it another go. I am willing to admit that maybe I misjudged that film. Um, because it had, on paper, Ryan Reynolds, Samuel L. Jackson, you know, like, it's got to work. But I just yeah. couldn't get into it. I, mean, I, I don't remember even... everything that happened, but I remember enjoying it. <laughs> Oh, well, that's fair. I will give it another go. Um, yes, proposal. Love it. Um, Ryan Reynolds in RIPD. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. RIPD enjoyed. Ryan Reynolds, just just friends. is hilarious. Yep, absolutely. Also, waiting uh, waiting an older one, but so funny, especially for anyone who works in hospitality. I've not seen that, actually. No, never heard um, of that. Um, Rom-comedy. Right, okay. Let's move on. Uh, any you want to suggest? I can't be just like taking the lead here. Like, sorry. <laughs> that was all right. Carry on with your list. I, <laughs> I, can't on your list. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about him. Who? Sorry. Ricky Gervais. No. Oh my God. How did we not mention yeah, Ricky Gervais when we spoke about this list before? Um, Lion is a great film. Really good film. Um, 
I the problem is right. I actually prefer Ricky Gervais more as a comedian than I do an actor. Oh really? Um, yeah. Yeah, like I just. He's a very intelligent, very naturally funny man, but I understand why a lot of people don't like him because he is literally like a particular taste for so many people. And actually, yeah, I when... think he's controversial in the right ways, though. I agree. He's willing to challenge things, which I think is needed, especially in today's society. I didn't like The Office. Actually, if I'm honest with you, I still don't. He is in the British office. I never liked um, The Office either. I didn't find him funny in it. It just didn't work for me. It was awkward. And I didn't like the fact that, you know, I, I, just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. But then I watched things like Extras um, and Derek. Yeah, um, and then obviously more recently Afterlife. And and he, you know, his his stuff is incredible. Uh, he is a good writer. He is a very, I don't care what anyone says. He is a good writer. Yeah. Uh, like Ghost Town as well. Yeah. I, Andrew's just mentioned Ghost Town. Um, I've not seen Ghost Town, actually. Um, yeah, that's quite a good film. Um, it's wait, a very is family friendly kind of film? Is that the one where they say every time you walk through a ghost, you sneeze? That's why you sneeze. Yeah, it is. So oh, he I have dies seen. and comes back to life, and then yeah, I have seen that. The ghost. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I have, I have seen that. So that was alright, but I did definitely enjoy the invention of lying because it was so awkwardly honest. It yeah. was just like, yes, if only life was like that. Imagine all the shit we'd get into. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, no, Ricky, I've got a lot of time for Ricky Gervais. He, yeah. is a, he is a fantastic person. And to anyone watching who doesn't like him or listening who doesn't like him, I don't care. Uh, it's so fresh to hear such an open, honest opinion from someone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Okay, this is going well. So we're 45 minutes into the podcast and we're actually only uh, probably about a fifth down the list that I've got. <laughs> this, is, this is going well. Right, okay. Um, let's go through a few more. The Hangover films. What do you think of The Hangover films? Um, I think I've only seen the first one the whole way through. I've seen bits and bobs of the other ones. But, I mean, they're good films. I've just never really sat down and done them all. And, I, I yeah, uh, I've I've watched them. I enjoyed them. But they're not ones that I feel obliged to go back and watch again, if that makes sense. Like, they, they you know, they, they, they existed and that was it. Um, but it was funny. Um, have you seen the film Horrible Bosses? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, I that can't was, say I, I remember it that well. That was good. I I really enjoyed that. That was uh, a oh, nice Jennifer Aniston's in that. Yeah, yeah Jennifer. Oh my god, yeah. Jennifer. Aniston. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Like she plays the slutty uh, dentist, he yeah. dentist, and like is always trying to like sleep with everyone, and just it was just a clever film. And what I liked about it is it took actors that you wouldn't always. It it took actors and like Jamie Fox as well was in it, and it had a, just a solid kind of cast of people who. Um, you wouldn't always associate with doing that kind of role. Um, and, and it just worked. The second yeah. one was good as well. It had Chris Pine in it and he was good. Um, yeah, Jennifer Aniston was a very different character in that to usual, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, okay, let's move on. Uh, have oh, Let's talk about Shrek. Oh, yeah. So probably one of my favourite childhood films. Uh, you, it's interesting you say that because the humour in it is so adult at times, isn't it? Yeah, like same with Toy Story as well, though. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Most things Disney do have that that adult element to it. But I think the thing that I really liked about Shrek was it was the kind of film where you could go to the cinema as a kid and laugh, mm -hmm. and your parents could laugh as well, but not necessarily at the same things. Yeah, <laughs> really, definitely. Yeah, it was just. I like that I can still enjoy it now, though. For different reasons sometimes as well. Sometimes the same reason, because you're laughing at the things you found funny when you were a kid, but you're also looking at it now going, I never twigged that before. And I have that all the time. Like I watch films where I go, 
Oh my, I, I can't remember what it was recently. I watched something and I went, oh my God. Actually, do you know what it was? It was Mrs. Doubtfire, which is shocking, really, considering it's my favourite. But we'll get on to Robin in a bit. Um, but I'll remind me of that story when when, um, yeah. <laughs> when we get to that. But yeah, like you watch things with a different perspective when you're older and it's like you're watching it for the first time all over again. Yeah, and it's about like, uh, it's DreamWorks, isn't it, Shrek? Um, yeah. I think it's very different from the original Disney films where it was the damsel in distress and it puts a very modern feminist kind of message to it and i think that was so good to see from like the early 2000s yeah it certainly helped influence a younger generation in the right direction from that point of view anyway so yeah no yeah, I, they I made fun of all of those old stories and how old they, oh they were God, like gingerbread man and the three blind mice oh, Gingy's and... probably my favorite character <laughs> that, I, I mean i was only watching shrek 2 again recently and like shrek 2 by far is my favorite um the whole when um, Pinocchio goes down to release them and he's like, <laughs> tell us a lie. And he's like, say you're wearing a thong. You know, I'm wearing a thong. I'm wearing ladies' underwear. That's it, ladies' underwear. And, uh, and he's like, I'm wearing ladies' underwear. And it's like, why is your nose not growing? And he's like, he's wearing a thong. It's just genius, genius. Um, here we go, Shrek Donkey. Uh, uh, puss in boots. Uh, I read somewhere that the animators working on something I forget what got punished by being assigned to work on Shrek. Oh, no way. Oh. <laughs> Go work on this film that's likely to be shit, but actually ended up being incredible. Uh, do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> the Muffin Man! <laughs> Very, very quotable film there. Thank you guys uh, for, for sending us those comments. Um, what's your favourite Shrek film? Um, do you know, they kind of blur into one. I never remember which is which, honestly. All right. Well, Shrek, Shrek one's obviously, as you know, where they've got to rescue Fiona and Prince Farquaad is like mm -hmm. the bad guy. Then you've got Shrek 2 with the fairy uh, fairy godmother. Trying that where to... he turns human. Yes. And then Shrek yeah. 3 is the one where they go and get the other prince to become king. Yeah, Justin Timberlake plays the prince. That's my least favourite one, actually. Um, mm. but... And then Shrek Forever After is where he wishes that it all disappeared. Yes, Rumpelstiltskin oh. changed things. I'm probably with you on Shrek 2. Yeah, yeah. Good film. Good film. And 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 and, and here we go. Yep, Shrek 2 is my favourite, as agreed there. Um, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love Julie Andrews. Um, okay, let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about, oh God, let's talk about, oh, you know what, we've actually spoken about more than I thought, let's talk about 21 and 22 Jump Street. Yeah, I think they're great films. They are hilarious, um, you know, oh, there and, we go. Uh, Channing Tatum, such a different role for him, and he just did great in it, I think he was really nervous about being in a comedy. I, another one of these, um, another one a bit like earlier on, we're talking about actors that traditionally wouldn't be associated, like Channing Tatum's associated with a lot of like, again, action Magic kind of, you know, you know, being the 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 man heartthrob of the film kind of actor, and then he goes and does something like this that's totally out of his comfort zone, yeah. and the results. Especially and, that, like Jonah Hill is like the main character that's popular, isn't it? And then he's playing the opposite role in that respect as well. Which was really nice as well because it took it took things and spun them, which I really liked. It's like you know things can change. Um, one of the rare examples where I think the sequel is funnier than the original. And don't get me wrong, I ain't knocking the first one. The first one is hilarious, but it did that weird thing where the the sequel was able to actually be funnier. Um, yeah, because you know, that's got um, my name's Jeff. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, the second here one. We go. <laughs> and, my, 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 
And also, um, what is it? Schmidt, Schmidt, fuck the captain's daughter. You know, like, <laughs> it, it was just, it was so funny. It was, it was ridiculously funny. And I, 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 it's one of those films that I could absolutely go and watch again. And I'm so shocked that they've not made another one yet. Like, yeah. they need to give us more 20, 23. <laughs> just 24, getting older 25. and older, still going back to high school. Yeah, sod it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. Um, oh, Chicken Run. Chicken Run. Have you seen Chicken Run, Amelia? I think I saw it like the next day after a night out when everyone was like, you haven't seen Chicken Run. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sat there hanging and you're watching Chicken Run. Uh, chicken Run is one of those films that uh, is, is quotable for so many reasons. Like, uh, I don't want to be a pie. I don't like gravy. Um, you know, like it's it's got it's got that character that gives the iconic quotes and even people who haven't seen the film know it for its quotes. It is good. Um, but we, we literally did coursework in English class on chicken run. I wish I'd come to that school. Katie, what school did you go to? I wish I'd come to that school. I did my men. I don't know. I actually did my men as well. And I'm, I'm sat there thinking there's kids in other schools doing chicken run. What's going on? <laughs> um yeah shocking absolutely shocking uh okay let's talk about uh hugh grant and his british comedies so you've got yeah. things like love actually a lot obviously rom-coms uh all of them but um you've obviously got four weddings and a funeral love actually about a boy uh notting hill which is definitely one of my favorites um Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones, one and two. Um, I mean, you know, Hugh Grant was just known for play basically playing Hugh Grant in the 90s in any rom-com. Um, yeah, uh, About a Boy. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you there, Pilko. Uh, About a Boy is fantastic. Oh, there's, this, there's this thing, you know the song Killing Me Softly that's in this film? That, have sick. you seen all of the TikTok videos where they've done like a remix of it? But all I can think about is about a boy and it just ruins it for me. That's the one that he randomly starts singing in the classroom, isn't it? And, yeah. everyone, <laughs> uh, and, and then like he goes up on stage at the end and does it. And then Hugh Grant comes on with a guitar and it's like, oh, God. <laughs> and he closes his eyes when he sings it. It's like the cringiest thing. Such this whole injury as well. It's, well, yeah, because it when like he was like stood there and they were, him and his mum were around the piano and they start singing and then Hugh Grant is like monologuing over the top and he's going to the worst people when they close their eyes and were singing <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it, it's a great film but it is awkward and cringy and i bet you there are so many people out there who are exactly like hugh grant's character in that film um yeah. I'm, just, I'm a bit like that i find everything cringy <laughs> yeah me too to be honest with you so maybe all of us are a little bit like that in our own way we're just not not everyone's willing to admit it bridget jones um you know great films um oh yeah Definitely rachel not on his side in bridget jones though yeah, yeah, no, I agree. He was an arsehole in that. Uh, when they kill the duck with the bread and about a boy. Oh my god, oh, yeah. that was funny. Um, <laughs> music and lyrics. That's him and Drew Barrymore, isn't it? I don't believe I've seen that film. No, I haven't. I've seen it on Netflix, and I think I've added it to my list, but I haven't got around to it yet. Right, you have to let me know what it's like. I'm curious. Um, right, okay, Hugh Grant. <laughs> I do love Hugh Grant. Uh, how, okay, in between us. Yes, uh, great show, great films. I wish there were more seasons, but I guess the films kind of make up for it. 
Yeah, and I guess a bit like what you were saying about 21 and 22 Jump Street, how long can they stay in school for, you know? Um, I think that's exactly why they ended it. And yeah. also the fact that it's based on the writers' lives and like they always say they had to come up with four characters to represent all of the stuff just the two of them got up to, I think is incredible. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I think um, the... <laughs> which was which one of the two films was it where they went down the water slide <laughs> and he was getting oh, chased? the second one, I think. I think the second one... Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah. And I just, I remember watching the second one going, oh, I'm not sure this is working for me. But I re-watched it again afterwards and remember, it was funnier. But the first Inbetweeners film was fantastic. Yeah. Like, laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Much like the second that. one was just as good, I think, though. I don't think it went down or anything. I, 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 see, I disagree. I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it yeah. as much. I think I maybe need to give it another go. And again, maybe with watching it in the wrong mood. I don't know. But it just, I don't know. It just didn't fly for me at all. Um, another but... quotable one as well. I don't know if you've ever been on Nemesis at Thorpe Park, but everyone in the queue is quoting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bit, I mean... Oh, my God. That episode where they went to Thorpe Park and they got the uh, the, the the car got ripped apart and he had his door come off and yeah. oh that is a series I could watch all of it again. Yeah, that was quite right at the beginning as well, wasn't it? And um, Blake Harrison, who plays Neil, he had to wear a speedo and people at that point like they were actually filming at Thorpe Park and no one had seen the in between us at, at that point. Uh... So it was just somewhere they were walking around in speedos. And I bet you afterwards, some people would have gone, oh, my God, I was there that day they were filming. <laughs> and I remember that. <laughs> um, okay. Um, not a massive fan. Chased by a poo. I don't remember this. <laughs> uh, first is a lot better than the second, though the second is still good. Yeah, in between is is good fun. It's good. It's not for everybody, I admit, but it is good fun. Uh, I think it's definitely something maybe only British culture kind of appropriate if that makes sense well they tried to remake it didn't they the americans oh, in america and it was a disaster it was you know, I've ever seen it. it was it was i watched i watched a clip from the pilot and it was one of the worst things i've ever seen and it got cancelled to hollywood didn't they like the point of it is it, it's meant to be that kind of it's meant to be rubbish and shaky mm. cam and that absolutely sort of yeah they, yeah it was too it was too polished it was too yeah. polished they did the same with Only Fools and Horses. They, they did a pilot yeah. of Only Fools and Horses in America, and that got cancelled straight away as well. They've also uh, done Miranda and Gavin and Stacey, and they've all plopped. They just, Americans don't get British humour. Simple as no, that. No, and they don't they don't change it in the right way. Like, they could have made a good job if maybe they had put it into American context, but they just yeah. kind of kept the same script. Yeah, no, Which absolutely. doesn't make sense. Absolutely agree. Um... Let's talk about uh, let's talk about ten things I hate about you and that kind of when you think of ten things I hate about you you think of a collection of films you think of mm -hmm. things like Clueless and Legally Blonde and all of them you know rom coms ultimately um, another Paul Rudd and obviously you got a bit of uh, Reese Witherspoon yeah, in there ten things I hate about you though I mean I think ten things I hate about you began a generation of of fantastic teen rom-coms ultimately yeah yeah, yeah uh, that was a great era for that sort of film wasn't it it's an incredible and i know so many people when i talk to them and i say well, you know what's one of your favorite films straight away 10 things i hate about you and absolutely love that it is such a solid film um, it's based on taming of the shrew as well taming of the shrew, yeah, the novels, they? yeah yeah absolutely so 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 good so good heath ledger was phenomenal in it um yeah. uh 
Legally Blonde. Yes. Okay. So Legally Blonde. Really, really like Legally Blonde. They're making a third one. Um, which I think is cool. Oh, yeah, they... blondes. I was not a fan of. You know that they did the one with the twins, and they called it Legally Blondes. That's oh no, I've not seen that. Uh, no, they did Legally Blonde too, but then they did a spin-off to Legally Blonde, didn't they? Um, and it was it was just it wasn't received very well. It's a bit like Mean Girls though. They have technically done a Mean Girls too. Yeah, uh, it had um, thingy in it. I can't think of the name. She was in Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> 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 no idea. Um, <laughs> Clueless, yep. Clueless. Yeah. I'm still actually yet to see Clueless. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I know, shocking. It, I know. It's kind of a weird sort of love story at the end there with Paul Rudd, but um, it's a good film. Yeah, I've heard good things. No one's ever said it's a bad film. I just haven't got around to watching it. To be fair. Um, yay, Legally Blonde. Yes, um, Legally Blonde is good. Good fun. Um, okay, bring it on. Oh no, that's the wrong comment. Sorry. Bring it on. Yeah. Um, I I think I've seen the first. Is it more than one? Isn't there? There's the, yeah. There's quite a few. I think I've seen them all, but I don't remember them all in great detail. But I remember them being really good films. What was the film that the chick from Ten Things I Hate About You was in? That was also a dance film. Was it called Save the Last Dance or something like that? I remember that. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm either making that up entirely, or uh, I'm sure I've seen a dance film with. The woman who was in 10 Things I Hate About You in. I can't remember though. Um, right. Okay. Uh, I love Legally Blondes. It's one of them. So good. It's so bad. It's good. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, right. Uh, have you seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world? I watched it earlier because I knew you were going to bring it up. <laughs> ah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. If you had to watch one before, I'm kind of glad you watched that. But I'm worried you're going to tell me you didn't like it. Um, it was alright. Like it was very different, but yeah, it's probably just not my type of film. But, but did you clock who the director was? Who? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, it's Edgar Wright. Yeah. Edgar Wright. Yeah. <laughs> who I um, am. <laughs> but... This is one of the reasons why I'm kind of glad you watched it because, um, like, I know I I've come across very few people in life who who don't consider it a good film. If I'm honest, um, and it's and I always confusing. Think... It's a bit what? Confusing. It's. I think it's meant to be because it's based on a graphic yeah. novel. But, sometimes it just felt like inception to me. <laughs> I can appreciate that. I can appreciate it. But I did find the humour, like when when uh, his housemate answers the door and he's like, oh, yeah, Scott's not here. He just left. And you see him jump through the window. Like, it was very hot first Shaun of the Dead comedy. Um, and I kind of, you know, oh, sorry, excuse me. I've been drinking too much <laughs> um, um I did kind of feel like it certainly, have you ever seen the film Baby Driver? No, I haven't actually. Well, see, that's also directed by Edgar Wright. And uh, if I didn't know it was directed by Edgar Wright, nothing about it would have made me think it was made by him. Yet if I watched Scott Pilgrim versus The World, I would have taken a guess that maybe Edgar Wright was someone yeah. who, who made it. Yeah, I suppose, again, it's American comedy versus British comedy, you, isn't it? We're always oh, no, 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 British no. comedy. Canadian comedy, get it right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it begins a long time ago, somewhere in Canada. Um, <laughs> Uh, Scott Pilgrim was dating a high schooler. Uh, I do actually know that film a little bit too well. Corey, yes, freaking awesome. Only saw Scott Pilgrim recently, loved it. Um, Scott Pilgrim is fantastic. I don't like it. Pilco, ugh. I don't think I did not like it. I just I thought Chris Evans was good in it. Chris Evans was really funny in it for the he was because he was the the skateboarder, wasn't he? He was like I don't know, he was great. Um, Larson in it, she was good. Oh, God, wasn't she just? 
um yeah that that whole scene with her and the uh, matey boy who plays superman like doing the song and everything like you know it was just epic um okay now here's one that i've not seen yet that you have and i want you to tell our listeners why they need to watch it and also me king of staten island Ah, oh, yes, it's such a good film. I don't want to hype it up too much because I hate it. No, go on. You hype it as much as you want. Um, <laughs> no, you talk, talk, talk to people about it. Yeah, Pete Davidson, which um, I know a lot of people that say they don't like Pete Davidson without really seeing a lot of his stuff, which yeah. I think is a crime because I really like him as a person as well as an actor. Yeah. And yeah, basically, it's based, loosely based on his own story. So his dad died um, in the 9 11 attacks. Um, so he, his dad's name is Scott and his character's name is Scott and his character's dad died also in a fire. And it's kind of about, he kind of, he meets other people that work at the fire station and initially he's like, people that work in that sort of job shouldn't have children, it's not fair. And then he kind of learns all about the bad parts of his dad as well, rather than just making him out to just be the hero. And yeah, it's a good mixture of, sad and comedy so every time there is a bit that makes you cry he always interrupts it with a joke to bring you back up again which is great because yeah. i hate sad films <laughs> oh no i get that i get that no i like that um yeah well king of staten island it's actually just come on to sky cinema so worth a watch and it's also is it where else did you say it was amazon or netflix or one of those uh, youtube i think i initially watched it on cool cool um okay um I would be disappointed if I didn't mention uh, a couple of Will Ferrell films, uh, <laughs> in particular Daddy's Home. Uh, the first and second I thought were fantastic. I loved them. I thought I think Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell worked really, really well together. They did that other one, um, Get Out. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, no, I don't think so. Mm, they're kind of like, a little bit like the Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart kind of like duo with, with, with everything they've done. Um, He's in the Eurovision Song Contest as well. Yes, I actually really enjoyed that. Him and Rachel McAdams. I thought it was a really good film. Really, really yeah, good. I quite liked it. Surprisingly. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but for me, my my all time favorite Will Ferrell film is Anchorman. I think Anchorman is one of the greatest comedies ever ever made um and i don't care who argues with me over that <laughs> <laughs> i really like anchorman but it was hyped up a lot before i watched it and that oh. films for me. see i didn't i i had uh, one of my friends amy she she told me about it and she was like you need to watch this film anchorman and i was like okay okay and one day she came over and we watched it and but that's all she said she goes you need to watch it it's really good it's really funny i was like okay cool and i sat down i watched it and it was just it changed my life. <laughs> it really did. Like it was such a fun. I think that's the problem. If you need, if you, if you, if you are given a film and you're, it's overhyped so much, you go in with these sky high expectations. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, where? Oh god, we've had loads of work. So okay, Step Brothers. I've still not seen it. I've still not I seen it. I have seen it. Yeah, um, a long time ago. Again, I forget things. That's my problem. Yeah, <laughs> about it. Uh, the other guys. Yep. Yeah, just oh, the other guys. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, I have seen that. I just can't think what it is. That's the one with him and Mark Wahlberg. I think that's the one that I was talking about earlier. I might have called it the wrong title. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't like Step Brothers. He had to lick the white poo, and it made me feel sick. Oh, I don't know what I that is. That That's just made me not want to watch it even more. Uh, James, I need to give Anchorman a watch. 
Corey and Kaman is great. Just the fight scenes with the cameos are brilliant in both Will Smith and like Tina Fey and Jim Carrey all turn up in the second one. It's great. Um, not much of a Will Ferrell fan, but I enjoyed him in the Lego movie. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Susie, Mel Gibson in Daddy's Home 2. Brilliant. I wholeheartedly agree with you there. I, I enjoyed the first Daddy's Home film, but when I found out Mel Gibson was going to be playing Mark Wahlberg's dad in the second one, I think I might have gone uh, <laughs> because and it did not disappoint in the slightest. Um, really hope they make another one, to be honest. Really want them to. But they said like they need to do like like uh, the, the the guys, their dads, and then the dads' dads and get like two veteran actors. A bit like have you seen the new Jumanji film? Um yeah. like what they did with Danny DeVito and uh yeah. Danny like you know, two older guys getting brought into it all. Um oh, I like Danny DeVito, he's good as well. He's fantastic, very, very funny man, very funny man. Giving friends as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, oh my god, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know uh there's a couple of people that probably would never forgive me if I didn't mention a few Tim Burton ones. Um uh, blah, blah, blah. Beetlejuice and Mars Attacks uh, they've come up in previous podcasts in a different genre but they are funny um, and, and I have to say Beetlejuice is one of those films that always makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable um, but I love it, I, I do love it it's a fantastic film um, have you yeah, seen either? Similar. No, was Coraline Tim Burton or was that just a similar I, you know what? I'm sure someone in our uh, in our comments could probably answer that question. To be honest with you, I, I feel like it wasn't, but it was very similar. I, I can't remember. And I feel like this came up in a recent podcast, maybe like last week or the week before. And I should know the answer. I'm always trying to take in film knowledge, and yet I can't. I don't think Caroline was Tim Burton, if I recall. It wasn't. Yeah, there we go. No, it wasn't. It was Henry Selick, who was the guy who directed Nightmare Before Christmas. There you oh, go. Yeah. Well, Caroline you... freaked me out anyway. So yeah me out too um I, I think i went into it watching it was a kid's film and it, i wouldn't classify yeah. it as that so. i agree oh, i missed this comment oh mel gibson what women want have you seen what women want no great film mel gibson is a complete pig towards women um and then he accidentally electrocutes himself whilst trying to um he basically works for like a marketing company and one of the things is he's got to like work out how to market more towards women he's in the bathroom like putting eyelashes on and painting his nails and he slips and falls into the bath and electrocutes himself and suddenly can read the minds of women and it is funny and just fantastic and definitely one of mel gibson's best films so it is they made a uh, did like a sequel remake-ish thing recently called what men want um and that that was also very good to be fair but it didn't it didn't have the same charm that the um that this had but if you ever get a chance to watch what women want please do okay. um south park and team america have you seen either um i've seen the tv show south park um i haven't seen team america oh my uh, god what south park since viva stopped being a thing as well Oh, uh, so South Park, I can't really quote much of because I'll get, I'll get in, well, I'll, I'll have to tell myself off for, for swearing so much. But Team America is just one of the funniest things. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, Matt Damon is always the one that comes to my mind. You ever seen, you know, when Matt Damon's name comes up, people always go, Matt Damon. <laughs> because it, 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 they had like, see, there we go, straight away. Uh, Matt, oh, no. <laughs> Mad Damon. <laughs> yeah, 
Team America, fuck yeah, is actually the theme song to the film. Um, and they they just they have a song called Everyone Has they go to a musical and it's called Everyone Has AIDS. And it's like everyone has AIDS, 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 AIDS. <laughs> and it's just so ridiculous. Um, and like you've got Kim Jong-un singing, I'm so we you know, it's, and, and they have all these different actors in it. And South the guy the creators of South Park, um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are known for not liking actors. They just think they're pretentious and God knows what. And um and and they they had all these actors in it. it had Alec Baldwin in it and they took the Mickey out of him. And then they had Matt Damon. And they're like, We've got all the actors from around the world here. And it got to Matt Damon, and it was like Matt Damon, he was like, Matt Damon. And it was awful because you know, the, the, you know, suggesting that Matt Damon is like, you know, mentally uh <laughs> yeah, you know, like it was just awful, but it was so funny. The whole film yeah. is funny. Highly, highly, uh, yeah, and as as Emma's just said, uh, a ducker ducker. Uh, when whenever they they highlighted on people who were from uh, a certain region in the world, it was like ducker ducker, Mohammed Jihad. You know, like it was just yeah, too much, but funny. And yes, South Park as well. Um, very very funny. Highly what recommend. You mentioned as well that sort of um, reminds me of the interview as well. Have you seen that film? Yes, I was actually going to mention that earlier on because that's also Seth Rogen and James Franco, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that was that was a funny film, and I remember yeah. all the controversies surrounding it when they came out. Um, and then they just ended up releasing it for free, didn't they? They just said, "Go to this website and watch it." Like we don't care. Um, and it was a great film. Yeah, it was a good film. It was a great film. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I thought it was great. I don't see what all the issue was, to be honest. Um, it, it got banned, and yeah, as Shane's just said, yeah, it got banned. It got banned, but it's now not, I don't yeah, think. I think uh, all of the Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh my god, how did we not talk about Borat? Yeah, they've all been um, highly criticized by what's the country Borat's from? Uh, K- Kazakhstan. Yeah, been criticized a lot from them. Very nice. <laughs> it, a a I lot have... of people have tried to sit with them, haven't they, for different films? Yeah, like. I, I I don't know. I thought it again. Found it very refreshing. I think mm-hmm. Sasha Baron Cohen is a genius. Uh, I yeah, I agree. Absolute genius. He, he has, has some film... TV shows as well, and he just exposes so many people. Yeah, that's his thing. He likes to prove, like, show. He he. he... <laughs> I mean, Jesus, the guy is like six foot four for crying out loud. Quite quite distinguishable, and yet he always manages to disguise himself. And not get detected, yeah. and like, get, get into these really risque situations, and just like I don't know, he's just a clever man, you know, a very clever, very a bit like a bit like a bit of a Ricky Gervais in that respect, like isn't afraid to say it and do it how it is. And I think yeah. we need a little bit of that, you know. Um, the second film where he was talking to that um, man in New York that was a politician, and he got him to say some dodgy things, and. All of that, and to go into the plastic surgery with his daughter, and going to the doctors when they were talking about she swallowed a baby, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, just talking about the fact that I put a baby inside her." It's like, oh god, um, it was awful. It was awful. Yeah. They they got you know, um, and that Ru- Rudy Giuliani, the mayor of you know Trump's mayor, you know, the one in the hotel room, um, 
like was just it was just ridiculous the whole thing was ridiculous like yeah, really was it the, the receptionist as well at like the plastic surgeons he's asking about can strangers be in the room and he's like no the only strange people can be the doctors or something like that yeah yeah he's like can i can i, can I pay to be in the room you know and then he's like there, <laughs> counting out every dollar bill to pay her for the whole thing <laughs> just you know just just crazy oh my god yes and uh the moon slash fertility dance was horrendous but so funny like it was I can't a believe of... they don't know they're being set up <laughs> yeah i mean the second one was yeah as, as susie puts it cringeworthy cringeworthy but hilarious i'm sorry um it it it, it he, he wasn't the highlight of the second one the the, the girl that played his his um yes. daughter was was the highlight yeah she was but, amazing um right let's let's look at wrapping things up uh kickass Mm -hmm. um, funny and also Kingsman actually that kind of on that on that on that note of I haven't seen Kingsman have you not oh no great yeah. great action comedy films great action comedy film Kickass is good though yeah, um, and the second one is another one where the sequel is just as good yeah I I really enjoyed uh, Kickass too also Jim Carrey's in that as well so um but yeah and, no, and that... the actors in um Angus Songs and Perfect Snoggin as well yes, they, which is which two I, very different characters not seen so oh. is it good yeah, it's very good. Um, oh. Obviously, Angus Songs and Perfect Snoggins is an English film. He's an English actor. That yes. Plays his yeah, yeah, because it's Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's his name. Mm. Um, quick mention okay. for a few other. Oh, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say kind of a later version of what we were talking about earlier with the rom coms yes, in the early two thousands, probably a bit absolutely. later than Clueless and all of that. Uh, one film that I actually quite enjoyed that I never thought I would is um, the Alan Partridge film, uh, Alpha Papa. Have you ever seen that? No. Very, yeah, very. It too, yeah, James, James will probably comment in a second going, <laughs> yes. You know, uh, never really watched the TV show Alan Partridge, but did watch the film, found it very funny. Uh, just, yeah, just I find Steve Coogan funny, though. He pops up in a lot of the comedy films that we have. Always plays that kind of cocky British businessman type character um i think he did in the other guys um but yeah no very very good um people have gone off in the comments about kingsman and we've moved on and yet people are talking about kingsman yes yay kingsman uh you must watch kingsman it's completely and utterly mm -hmm. fabulous and colin firth is brilliant yeah um and Oh, you're right. Uh, and yes, there we go, James. I would fully recommend Alpha Papa, of course. Um, I will get into trouble if I don't mention a few films here. Uh, oh, one that we should have mentioned earlier was Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. A great film. film. And, you know, not... Obviously very dark parts as well. Exactly. Got a lot of drama and, you know, real life in it, but also incredibly funny. The scene with Leo DiCaprio when he's had too many of the quaaludes and he's, he's mm. going down the stairs at the country park club. <laughs> and a true one as well. Yeah, um, exactly. Right. When you, the worst it is when you know so much of it has actually happened. It's ridiculous. Um, Forty-year-old virgin, Steve Carell, yeah. is worth a mention. Um, but I, oh, um, for those that are watching, that will be like, why didn't you mention that? Uh, Monty Python, but Monty Python gets mentioned all the time in these podcasts. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel by Wes Anderson, very good film. If you've not seen it, I mean, I highly recommend. It's on my list. <laughs> good. Uh, the Sister Act films with Whoopi Goldberg, Disney Plus, watch them. Brilliant. Whoopi Goldberg. I love Whoopi Goldberg, though. Watch Sister Act one and two. Again, 
the second one is as good as the first one. Um, uh, Susie's just said Miss Congeniality oh, again, Sandy yeah. B. It's got to be mentioned, like we were talking about the proposal earlier on. Um, yeah, another Miss, power woman. Uh, I, you know what, though? I've not seen Miss Congeniality 2, so I don't know if it's any good, but I loved the first one. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what happened in the second one, even. No, neither do I. <laughs> Did she go to a beauty pageant again? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, planes, trains, automobiles, and Uncle Buck. Have you seen either of those two films, Amelia? The older films with... Um, uh, a guy called John Candy. Uh, very, very funny. I'm useless at older films. I need to go back and catch right. up. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. That's fine. Uh, School of Rock. Yeah. School of Rock. Good film. Good film. Really enjoyed yeah, it. And Cosgrove's in that as well, didn't she? So I know my one's from Nickelodeon. <laughs> ah, nice, nice. Yeah. No. Oh, yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Um, great film. I'm not a massive yeah. Jack Black fan. Wasn't. Uh, it got mentioned earlier on in the thread, and I didn't highlight it at the time, but. Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny. Um, not a massive fan, but I do kind of like Jack Black. It depends on what he's in. You like The Holiday, don't you? I do. I love The Holiday. <laughs> oh, he is good in that. He is good. He's good yeah, in the Jamaican. I'm not as big of a fan well. as, as The Holiday. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Jude Law, though, and Kate Winslet. Yes. Yeah, and Cameron Diaz. It's just the whole film's perfect for me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, um, Jumanji, the Jumanji films that Jack Black Jumanji, was very yeah. good. Uh, I haven't seen the originals the whole way through. Oh, I know. <laughs> we're coming on to that in a second. So, yeah, to, uh, I'll be in trouble for that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Andrew, thank you for mentioning Monty Python. You're welcome. It's only getting a mention, though, because it's always getting brought up. Um, Pilco, love Whoopi, so underrated. I agree. I feel like Whoopi Goldberg deserves a lot more attention. She is fantastic. Uh, Holiday, one of my favourite films. I'm with you there, Pilko, 100%. And Rachel, Shallow How. Yeah, good film. Him and um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Not sure I agree with the concept of the film, if I'm honest, because uh, Gwyneth Paltrow basically is a lot larger and uh, Jack Black gets hypnotised into seeing um, larger women as a lot thinner than what they are. And I, I don't know, I just didn't like the concept of the film. I know it's meant to be a comedy and I know it had a happy ending, but it didn't change the fact that I just remember the fact they're watching it going, no, nah, I don't agree with this. Anyway, Robin Williams time. Let's do it. I've, I've, I've intentionally, like, he was at the top of the list, and I've held, I've like been holding it off to get to the bottom because, you know, when it's your own podcast, you can save your favourite film until the end. Um, uh, for any of you watching uh, who know me, you know uh, that Robin Williams is my 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 idol, um, and uh, he he isn't just a comedy actor; he's also done a lot of fantastic. Uh, I love Edward Hampton. Goodwill Hunting, um, you know, he did a great uh, psychological thriller called One Hour Photo. Um, you know, he, he does a lot of, even Good, Good Morning Vietnam, you know, like, it's got its serious elements to it. Um, it's it's just one of those things where, uh, yeah, he, he just is, so, I say is, oh, was, is, whatever, multi-talented human being. Um, his interviews as well. He's great to watch in an interview. His, his, my all-time favourite comedy routine uh, that I've ever seen of anyone doing anything is on YouTube. And it's called, it's him doing the invention of golf. 
and uh, he basically he channels his Mrs. Doubtfire in it doing a Scottish accent. And he, I, I highly recommend you go and watch it after this. It is side splittingly funny. It is the greatest bit of comedy I've ever watched. Um, but already comments are going absolutely nuts. So here we go. Robin Williams, Robin Williams, Robin Williams, Flubber. Great film, Pilco. Great film. <laughs> I um, haven't seen that one, but I've heard good things. Disney Plus. We'll give it a go. Um, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's. I watched. It. I remember having the VHS of it, and I remember McDonald's <laughs> doing these little, um, little toys when I was a kid, and you got like it had this little pot, and it had like green play doh in it because that's what like Flubber really is. Um, great film. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire, Bicentennial Man, Jumanji. See, Bicentennial Man's funny, but it's got a lot more heart in it. Highly recommend Bicentennial Man. Uh, it gets slated a lot, even by Robin Williams himself, but uh, I loved it. Jumanji, great film. Obviously, Mrs. Doubtfire, we know. Uh, Aladdin, of course. Aladdin, you know, is a great... Um... I haven't seen Aladdin. <laughs> the original Aladdin. I haven't seen a lot of Disney films. I don't know why. I just I don't know why. I've seen a lot of Pixar films and not all of the original Disney's. I don't know what happened. Good morning, Vietnam, of course. Patch Adams, uh, Jumanji and Aladdin are my favourites. Um, you know, oh, lots of people having a VHS. Nice to see VHS. <laughs> yeah, getting a mention. Um, I've still got but, loads of VHS. Oh my I god, just they're never throw them away. <laughs> so nostalgic, so nostalgic. Like in a hundred years' time, they'll be worth millions, I'm sure. Um, yeah, no, honestly, Robin Williams for me, um, just just Mrs. Doubtfire is the ultimate funny film, and I know you've seen it recently, haven't yeah. you? So yeah. I think I think for me, the reason the reason I like it is because it isn't just funny, it's heartfelt. It's got a lot going on in it from a family point of view. You know, so many families end, end up with parents splitting up, you know, and I, I you know, that, that's something that happened to me when I was younger. And I appreciate like, you know, the, the, the way it was conveyed was done really, I think, effectively and really considerately as well. Uh, but yet it was so fucking funny like the robin williams like the, the 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 montage where he's getting all the different disguises with his with his brother and his partner and he's like doing all the different like and singing the, the dude looks like a lady yeah when he's like yeah and and like just oh it's brilliant and the way he mocks pierce brosnan throughout it <laughs> um but like the the scene you remember earlier on i was saying there was a scene that i only got recently uh, being a bit older um and uh there was a scene where they go do you remember they go to the swimming pool and mm -hmm. Pierce Brosnan's jumping in the pool. And as they go over to him, he's like, oh, guys, so good to see you, so good to see you. And Mrs. Doubtfire says, oh, by the looks of you, that water is freezing, and then looks down. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. <laughs> and, uh, Pierce Brosnan's, like, really, like, covering himself with the towel, going, oh, like, that's really awkward, you know? And I'm like, all these years I watched this film, and I never got that. Um, and it's, it's a treat to watch. Like, I've watched that film more times than I can count, honestly. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm still finding new things about it that yeah. I find funny, you know, and that, that's a real gift for a film to yeah, give. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, why I love the Harry Potter film so much. Sorry, off topic, because it's not. No, it's all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you're right. With, especially with a franchise like Harry Potter, there's always going to be new things you're going to be discovering about it. and that's Yeah, so well thought out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hook, great. Mork and Mindy. Uh, no, I know it's not a film, but yeah, it obviously was where Robin Williams began. It was, it was great. Uh, Jack, Jack is a great film. Uh, he plays uh, a, a young lad who basically grows four years faster than everybody else. So when he's four, well, basically for every year he grows, like actual grow, he grows physically four years. 
So by the time he's like, I've got to get this right. My math is terrible. But when he's four, he's basically got the body of a 16 year old. I was gonna go say go for an easy number like ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, 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 you're right. So when he's ten, he'll look like a forty year old, which is exactly what happens because he starts school and he looks like a forty year old. Um, but yeah, oh, we've got uh, I would no 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 no. Yeah, so yeah, Jack is a great film. Dude looks like a lady. Um, he also did a great film called Birdcage. Um, I don't know where it can be watched, but it's uh, him and him and the guy that plays the voice of Timon in The Lion King, Nathan Lane. Basically, they're a gay couple who run a nightclub in Miami. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's everything you'd expect uh, 90s comedy with Robin Williams to be, but it's crazy. And he plays, he plays gay so well, you know, like, you know, just, just, just. Oh, it's brilliant. He's, he's, he's brilliant in that film. I highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. There we go. Um, thank you, Corey. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think, is there any other Robin Williams films that I've not thought about? I think I've got, I think I've covered most of the Robin Williams ones in, in, in with what everyone's put there. Um, oh, there's oh, so many that we've Happy missed. He was great in Happy Feet as well, I'd like to say. Oh, I haven't seen that in probably since I was little. Yeah, he was he was he was good in that. Um, but yeah, funny. I remember it making me really sad that film, but I was obsessed with it when it came out. Yeah, yeah. Well, penguins are great. So, <laughs> right, we've gone a little bit over than what we said, so I apologise. But yes, I think look, there are still so many films that have not been mentioned, and I apologise. I have tried to cover as many as possible in the time that we've had. Comedy is such a diverse thing, and there'll be people watching this going, "Well, I find this film funny, but it's not actually a comedy." That will always be the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes... like, like I said with Harry Potter, that's got funny bits in it. Absolutely. Oh, God, yeah, this is the thing. I think every film has to have its own humour. Star yeah. Wars, Harry Potter, even Lord of the Rings. You know, they've all got their funny moments, you know. Yeah, and it's that's what makes it enjoyable, isn't it, really? Also, I've always said comedy is the universal genre. You know, it's the one genre you can stick in a film and people will always appreciate it, unless you have no heart. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure one day... Um, we can do uh we can do a comedies part two as rachel has just suggested there <laughs> oh night at the museum yeah i haven't oh, really yeah. Spoke, haven't spoken much about ben stiller ben stiller uh, night at the museum zoolander um oh, zoolander is such a good film and the yeah. second one as well yeah yeah and oh god there's, lo there's loads of ben stiller films that i probably haven't mentioned now uh, like no owen wilson Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. <laughs> Another quotable <laughs> man. <laughs> um, says, wow. uh, Shane says, really quickly, favourite actor, mine, Jim Carrey, yours. Well, I've already answered that. It's Robin Williams. What's yours, Amelia? Um, does it have to be a comedy actor? Cause no, it can my, be whoever. My favourite actor is probably Olivia Colman. Mm. Great choice, great choice. Oh, she's in Hot Fuzz as well, so she is yeah, comedy. Exactly. <laughs> what was it? She was called. Uh, do, do, was it Doris in? Doris. Uh, Good one, Doris. Doris. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, no, I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> she was brilliant. Um, okay. Uh, right. I think that's it then. Um, so yeah. Uh, I think it's been. I've really enjoyed this. I hope you've enjoyed coming on and talking about yeah, all these. Things. Thank um, you for having me. Any last ones that you can think of, or do you think we've covered as many as? No, I bet I'll wake up tomorrow or go to bed oh. tonight, and there will be thirty yeah, There'll be loads. You'll send me a message, and be like, "Ross, I didn't talk about this film." And I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> god, how did we miss that film?" But yeah, Mean Girls, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, King of Staten Island. These are films that you need to go away and give a go. So, um, actually. Yeah, Love Actually got a mention, but I don't know. It makes me think about Christmas. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. 
why, why I moved on from the holiday so quickly. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yes, that, that's where we're at. So um, before we do wrap up, though, the thing that I said, is obviously, you know, I, I am going to plug the whole sponsorship thing again, because that's what, um, you know, it's important that we do. So just to remind everyone, obviously, this episode has been sponsored by Forever Occasions. And the thing that I was going to mention earlier on was that they currently have a competition on their Facebook page to win uh, a free Forever Occasions Valentine's card just in time for Valentine's Day. So once again, please head over to their Facebook page, which I will put up just here again. Where is it? There it is. So yeah, there you go. Facebook.com, Forever Occasions. Enter the competition to win a free handcrafted Valentine's Day card for a loved one. Uh, I really would recommend it. It's free competition to enter. And honestly, Kaylee's stuff is incredible. So do go check it out. Give the Facebook page a like um and and give it a go and also thank you to them for for sponsoring this episode it is greatly appreciated uh amelia it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you yeah, so thank much you. um and i look forward to hopefully having you back in the future we'll do a different topic we'll think of something else to to, to do and we'll go from there um but yeah no thank you so much and i hope to have you back at some point in the future so thank you also to our um thank you very much no, you're welcome. Thank you to the uh, audience who have been commenting along throughout. Really appreciate that. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I will be back next week. Um, I'm yet to confirm. I think I think next week's topic is going to be James Bond. I could be wrong, but we could be doing James Bond next week. That's the plan anyway. Um, so, yes. Anyway, thank you. Pilco loved it. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Katie. Um, thanks, Rachel. And yes, thank you all. Catch up with you soon. Amelia, take care. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.